Welcome to the Building PA Podcast, the voice of the construction industry throughout Pennsylvania. Here are your co-hosts, Chris Martin and John O'Brien. Hello and welcome to the Building PA Podcast. I am co-host John O'Brien, coming to you from the Keystone Contractors Association. I am uh, seated right here in the Quandle studio right here in Dillsburg, PA. Uh, I'm excited, as always, to be joined by fellow co-host Chris Martin. Chris, I'm excited. Can you feel it, bro? I, oh, my God. It's coming, I'm, through, the, I'm excited. It's coming through the airways, man. My, like, what little hair I have on my head is standing up and uh. on my arms. And, and you know, we'll, we'll stop there. Um, but I am excited, too, John. Your excitement is just knocks me over how, much, how excited I can tell you are. And uh, welcome, everyone, to the latest episode of the Building PA Podcast. I am co-host Chris Martin. I am of Atlas Marketing fame, and I am on the left coast of Pennsylvania, coming at you from the uh, Swickley offices of Atlas Marketing, and I encourage you to check us out at atlasstories.com. And uh, we, ironically, John, you are sitting in the Quandle Quandle studio, and we have with us a Quandle employee, right? Or a Quandle team member, I should say. I apologize to Greg and the and the crew there. Yeah, with us today we have uh, Sarah Nur, senior project manager of Quandel Construction, and KCA's winner of the 2021 Top Young Leader Award. Give it up for Sarah! Woo! Woo! Yeah! <laughs> Welcome, Sarah. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks. It's great to be here. <laughs> so my first question, right off the bat, did you know Quandel had an office in Dillsburg, Pennsylvania? Had a studio. I did not. I was, I was surprised to hear that. <laughs> there you go. One. See, we teach, Chris, we teach the masses. We tell them what they need to know. So, <laughs> It is an amazing forum that we have here, John. It is. It's true. Good stuff. <laughs> no, it's, it's awesome to have you here. It's a great honor to have you here. Um, who is Sarah? Let's start right there. Who's Sarah? Yeah, sure. So um, I am a senior project manager with Quandle Construction. I've been with the company for about 10 years. I actually started as a co-op student in high school. So I went to school half days my senior year, and then I worked for Quandle the other half. I went to the University of Cincinnati and got my degree in architecture as much as all of my fellow Quandle employees tried to talk me out of it before I went to college. I still went and had my uh, bachelor's of science in architecture, came back to the central PA area and have been with Quandle um, pretty much ever since. I had a a brief stint where I left and worked for the Hershey Medical Center um, directly, but came back to build the West Shore Memorial Hospital with the Quandle team. So um, I've been doing healthcare construction pretty much the entire time I have been um, with Quandle. Awesome. From the early days of the co-op. That's so cool. You don't hear much about that from construction. So uh, do you guys still do that? Does does Quandle still? We do. We've been focusing a little bit more on college students, um, but we have had some great uh, interns that are now being hired full time. So we're really trying to get that younger market um, and reach out and get, uh, you know, high school students exposed earlier because I think when I was in high school, I didn't know what a construction manager was. Um, and there are some great programs like, you know, the ACE mentor program that I volunteer with and um, junior achievement and, you know, Dauphin County Technical and all the technical schools now are really pushing that education, which I think is great. But, you know, it could always get better. Yeah, it's, it's such a great success story. You know, you started as a co-op, unsure of 
what exactly this industry is all about. And and now you win an awards. Look at this. <laughs> yeah, it was meant to be yeah. it's destiny. So, Sarah, let me ask you this, you know, with an architecture degree and now, uh, you know, managing projects, has that has that been a challenge for you coming from that architectural background into the you know the actual project management side? Well, I always joke that I'm too practical to be an architect, <laughs> but I blame actually Quandle for in high school, they kind of gave me that exposure from the construction side to start with. So I think it was more when I went in to get my degree, I had a different perspective than a lot of the other students who had no experience with understanding how the industry works and understanding kind of the process of specifications, drawings, the the more construction administration portion of it, where in school it's very design focused. Um, I think it gave me a, a different perspective while I was in college. So it made it pretty easy to transition when I came back out. Going back to the co-op aspect of things, like you are like you and my roommate from college a long, long time ago are like the only people I know that went in into college and are still doing the things that they studied. You know, so that's pretty impressive that, you know, at some point in your head, or I'm sorry, in your life, in your head, you said, hey, this is something I want to do. And you're still you're going down that path. That's impressive. Well, it's not exactly related, but um, I mean, it's so hard for kids in high school. You say, hey, pick what you want to do for the rest of your life. I mean, how do you really know? And I think one of the benefits of, of a co-op or getting involved early is even if I had worked at Quandle, maybe I hated it. At least that's one thing I would have checked off my list and said, I definitely don't want to do that. So um, I do a lot of work with high school kids and I always tell them, do job shadows. Um, you know, if you can get a co-op or an internship, great. But even just going and shadowing um, an engineer, an architect, follow someone in a field for one day and just get a, a good feel of what a day in the life is. Um, I think that is huge to help kids understand what it's going to be like um, and what your options are out there. Absolutely. So as, as the leader or as the, the winner of the Top Young Leader Award for KCA, you know, it's, it's, we're looking for younger professionals that excel on the job site or, or in the job and in, in the community. And, and you kind of touched on the community a little bit with ACE and some other activities, junior achievement. But when it comes to the construction industry, can you maybe touch on that and touch on some some notable projects you've been involved in where, you, where you've been able to use your leadership skills and, and get some stuff done and accomplished? Yeah. So um, one of my first projects back with Quandle, well, at first I was an assistant project manager on the um, Pinnacle West Shore Hospital was my first job with Quandle, which was a great brand new hospital experience um, to get that up front of a new bill, you know, 60 some million dollars um, is huge when you're starting out. And then we did also the York Memorial Hospital for UPMC, which was over a $100 million project, 300,000 square feet. So seeing those huge projects, but then also doing uh, intricate renovations, pharmacy renovations um, up at UPMC in Williamsport or down at Harrisburg Hospital. So I've kind of had a broad range. And then my most recent say maybe conquest, but was uh, we took over a, a job for a construction manager that was fired for, from a, a hospital removed from the project. So we came in halfway through and kind of had to figure out what happened, where we were going and try to hit an end date for, for a client of a job that was not moving very smoothly. So while that was very challenging, uh, it was a, a good experience. It was a good team building experience with 
the site staff and um, the project management staff within my own company for everyone that was up there on that project. And we actually, speaking of, of young leaders, we had a lot of really good young field staff on that project that I think gained a lot of really uh, worthy experience of trying to steer a, a ship that was a little bit off course in the right direction, getting everyone to the finish line in a pretty challenging situation, especially with uh, material delays and what the whole industry is seeing right now, trying to overcome some of those when you're picking up halfway through was definitely a, a interesting experience. <laughs> that would definitely be notable on my list as well. If, uh, you know, to come in there at the at kind of at the 50 yard line and say, okay, go to the end zone. That is pretty cool. John, you like that? You like that? Analogy? I did like that analogy. <laughs> Very cool. Every so often a gem comes out, yeah, right? He's good. He's, he's a good co-host. <laughs> Sarah, what, not to put you on the spot, but what does winning this award mean to you? I think it really helps, I guess, boost my confidence to show me that I'm you know, moving in the right direction and that um, my company would have had to nominate me. So the fact that they thought I was worthy uh, was very meaningful to me because I do work hard and I do enjoy what I do though. Um, I think that is something that is sometimes rare that people go to work and it's a job for a paycheck. And for me, it's really a career and it's something I, I'm pretty passionate about. And I think that kind of shows in my work and in, in the leadership and in um, how I am trying to be more active in the community as well and reach out to some younger people and help them figure out what they want to do in the future. So, um, and I've actually been partnering with KCA and John um, to start an emerging leaders group within Central PA. I know we have a lot of um, AIA and ASHRAE and all those have some of those groups, but I don't think there's a real contractor focus group. Um, and especially from the construction side, I know a lot of project managers and estimators get into some of that, but to pull some of our field staff in and help that camaraderie, because there's not a ton of, of younger people. So having um, those, those mutual bonds is really going to help overall. So as a plug, we have uh, our first happy hour, May 19th, for emerging leaders at um, Millworks in Harrisburg. So we'll be sending out some information on that. But just trying to get a group together of, you know, help with education that's needed or networking and then that community outreach to really pull us together and help to transition as a lot of some of the, the more experienced generation is starting to retire. Yeah, I think it's a great cause. And uh, there's definitely a void, you know, when, in my getting involved with ACE, you know, there's a lot of younger professionals. I come, I consider myself young, even though I'm probably not, but, <laughs> but there's a lot of mentors out there that there's a lot of like-minded people like yourself. And I think there's a, a nice networking hole that we could fill to kind of get people together and get them communicating, you know, education topics together, uh, learning together, because you guys all kind of face the same issues and it would be good to form those bonds now. So thank you for stepping up to help to help launch this. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I still consider myself young, but I even look now and I am not the young one in the office anymore. So I was, I was the youngest for probably about 10 years and now it's not the case. So we're still, you know, passing the torch yet again. Yeah. Just keep telling yourself. That's what I do. I keep telling yeah. myself I'm young. You're only as old as you Absolutely. While we're on that young topic and you're no longer the youngest, let's go back to when you were considered the youngest. Can you talk about stepping on job sites? You know, you're the, the PM or the assistant PM. And can you 
maybe touch on gaining respect from the subs, the other stakeholders on a project and, and what's that process like? Can you walk us through that? Yeah. So I think the, one of the keys um, to my success is having good mentors. So um, Joe Shakur is a senior project manager in our office, but I've worked with him since high school and he has kind of taken me under his wing, kind of just throwing me in to do stuff that I wouldn't probably normally do in a position as you know an APM when I started. But having him there as that, if you need help, if you have questions, just kind of that buffer and that um, little bit of cushion that I, I could really throw myself into things and not really worry about messing up. But as far as gaining respect, it's really, you have to come in and listen. I mean, there are people that have been out there working longer than I have been alive. Like they have been in the construction industry for a very long time and they have very valid points. And just because, you know, someone's in the field and I'm a project manager, I'm in the office doesn't mean I know better than him. So I think the biggest thing that I've done is just listening and asking for advice. So maybe I think that something should go in before something else. And maybe I might be right, but giving that someone an open forum and letting their voice be heard. And I think that has really helped to gain respect that I'm not really trying to come in there and just bulldoze my way over and say, this is how it's going to be. I've had really good subcontractors now that I can come back to. And even if they're not on my job, hey, what do you think about this? Um, I need a favor. You know, I do you have anyone available. I've had plenty of times that I've had to call subs in and they've really stepped it up to help me out in sticky situations. So it's really just being fair, but also being open and giving giving everyone a voice has really been kind of my experience because there's still a lot I don't know, you know, a lot of things that I'm probably never going to be an expert on, but having uh, the resources around you to help is really, really key. You know, one of the things that I like listening to as you as you're talking, Sarah, is that you've embraced the whole idea of being a leader. Like you're not allowing other people to to tell you how to do things. It's it's evident that you are, pardon the cliche, grabbing grabbing your you know the bootstraps and 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 making it uh, you know evident. So I think that's not only hats off to you, hats off to your parents, hats off to your mentors that you mentioned. And obviously, hats off to the, the KCA for acknowledging that you know you truly are a leader in this industry, no matter what age you're at. So congratulations! And again, you know we've never met. I'm meeting you for the first time today, but just hearing you speak, you know it, it's evident that you got it together, and uh, it, it's it's very nice and refreshing. Uh, so hats off to you for that. Thanks. Yeah, I'm really hoping that I think some people are uh, maybe intimidated to get into an industry that is predominantly older and older male. I mean, trying to get more females into the industry as well is something I'm pretty passionate about. Most of the women, other women in the business are in positions of leadership. You know, I know plenty of electrical females that are foremen and just taking that initiative and letting everyone, some of the other younger women, I think they're very intimidated to, to not get into the industry, but it's not a problem. And as much resp- responsibility as you want to take on, it's it's available out there. So absolutely. And they're always willing to pa- pass it on, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And in your efforts to get more women in the industry, if KCA can help out at all, we're, we're always here for you and think of us as yeah, a resource. So. I, yeah. Women's History Month last month. So we had quite a few events, which was really exciting to see. Um, and there are definitely a lot of a lot of interest for getting more people into the field. So it's good because we need it. <laughs> yeah, women or men. Absolutely. Let me ask you this, Sarah. You know, as someone that's 
young in terms of the, the industry. You know, you, you've talked about getting more people involved and, in, you know, workforce development is such a big issue across the industry, not just in Pennsylvania, not in Pittsburgh, not in Harrisburg, not in Philadelphia, across the country and hell, across the world. What do you see are some of the challenges in getting more people engaged and acknowledge that the construction industry is a career path? The biggest thing I've seen is, um, especially with COVID right now, a lot of people can work from home. And, you know, if you're in construction, you are not working from home to build to build a building or, you know, a bridge or what it may be. You have to actually go into work and do that. And I think that's one of the challenges is that there are so many options now for some more of that flexibility. I, I see that as being a, a real challenge. And, you know, from an office standpoint or you're estimating your pro- in project management, you can be a little more flexible. I mean, you're, you have general hours, but if you want to work later or earlier. Um, that's an option. But, you know, your on-site hours are pretty much are, they are what they are. And I think getting, finding some happy medium, I'm not sure the answer of that, but I see that as a huge challenge. That definitely is trying to get people to recognize that you can't build a building sitting in front of a computer, you know, or or a bridge or, you know, I mean, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, there are definitely uh, very heavy technology uses in construction. So we do a lot of our BIM modeling and clash detection. We have a 3D scanner that we scan of existing spaces to figure out what's there. So there is, kids are into technology. There is that option in the field. And that is a little bit more flexible as well. If you're interested in drafting or or any of those programs, Revit's huge. Um, I mean, there is that option from a technology standpoint, but the, the trades is where I see it struggling. But there are plenty of Kids that are younger adults that just like to work with their hands, though. I mean, some people just are not suited to be at a desk. And I think just getting the understanding out that that is fine. (laughs) That is more than fine. You don't need to go to college. You don't need a degree. I mean, it's great and it helps sometimes. But I have plenty of friends that have hundreds of thousands of dollars of student debt and they're not even using their degree. So just getting that understanding out there, I think, is going to be huge. Good points. Yeah. Very good point. In your time with Ace Mentor over the past, what, 10 years maybe? or mm-hmm. It's about that. I think eight or nine. <laughs> yeah. What's your opinion on, on the high school students compared 10 years ago to today? And did COVID set us back? COVID- yeah. Well, I actually think there are more <laughs> students getting involved uh, in the trade side of things. When I first started the program, it was architects and engineers, and that was about it. Very few skilled trades. And now I think there are quite a few kids that are looking to get into a more construction track, which I think is great. I mean, obviously, we still need architects and engineers, too. But um, and I've also seen a huge uptick in females in the program, which I obviously uh, have selfish reasons, but I I think that's great, too. Um, And just getting exposed to that. So but it's been pretty consistent every year that there's some really good kids uh, really interested, go above and beyond on their projects. We've been virtual the past two years with ACE, which, you know, you don't get quite as much out of it. At least myself, I like to meet the kids and I know their names by the, you know, couple weeks in and really get to know them. So virtual, it's a little harder to do that, especially we uh, usually will take them to skilled trades. So we'll take them to the iron workers union or the local carpenters and they can get some more hands on activities. But hopefully next year we'll be back in person and we can start back to get to some of those skills. But I think just seeing the design projects, though, it it does make me hopeful. Some of the things that these kids are capable of, you know, some of the, the models are putting together and the designs. 
you know, I couldn't even do that now. So um, it's pretty impressive. So Sarah, where do you see yourself in the next 10 years within the industry, I'm assuming, but you know, where do you, where do you see yourself moving toward? I would like to obviously uh, hope to, to move up um, and become more of an executive role to really oversee other project managers, assistant project managers and help kind of pass my knowledge along how knowledge was passed along to me. So I'm a big believer in paying it forward because I would not be here without the help I had from a lot of my mentors. So finding that next generation of young leaders that wants to move up and help them in any way that they can is really where I'd like to see myself. We're going to find those leaders May 19th. We're going to find them May 19th at Millworks. (laughs) So if you're out there, young leaders, listen up. (laughs) We need you May 19th. It'll be beers, though. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All of a sudden, there's just going to be an influx of people <laughs> mill right. Forget it. Well, Sarah, this has been really, really good, really informative. Thanks for for sharing a lot with from your personal side as well as your professional side. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'd like to thank you too. You uh, you took me back to my Navy days. I had a, a Navy boss used to always say, because you know, military, you transfer every few years, and they say if you want to completely ruin morale. Don't listen to anyone. When you go to a new place, just it's your way or the highway. That's how you completely ruin the team. Go in and listen and hear what your teammates have to say. And that will guide your leadership path. And I kind of got that from your comments. So it took me back 25 years. So thanks for that that time warp back. <laughs> well, thank you guys for having me. It was great. Thank you for KCA for uh, recognizing me as the top young leader. And obviously, thank you to Quandle Construction for nominating me and for giving me uh, my path forward. So absolutely well deserved. awesome again congratulations thank you thanks for joining us sarah yep thanks for having me thank you for joining the building pa podcast to stay up to date follow us on linkedin and facebook and visit buildingpapodcast.com to subscribe to upcoming shows thanks for listening